Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. video back i don't know what happened there my friend i can tell you what happened can you hear me yes what happened okay so i just got a phone call man and whenever whenever i get a phone call it does that 
I don't know how to turn that off. You know, like I don't know. The how only to that the only thing I would tell you is put the phone on do not disturb. That would probably be the one thing that will silence the call. How do that, I do that. that? How do I do that? Do you have an iPhone? I do. Your team iPhone. So you just literally scroll down like right here, and you get all these okay. options, and you click that little focus button, and then there's do not disturb right there. The focus button's got like the little moon on it. So. Which we might we might lose oh, okay. Mark again as he tries to do. <laughs> so when I'm recording clips and stuff like that on my phone, Mark, I always put that "Do Not Disturb" on because I don't want a notification to pop up while I'm recording said video. So, anyways, tricks of the trade, we're, my guy. We're not able to be disturbed right now. Tricks of the, yes, tricks. You got of me. The, you still got me. Yes, I've got you. Okay. Yes, yes. So, so normally, in and at any point in my life, Chris, when I put the "Do Not Disturb." sign outside the hotel room door right that usually meant that something very enjoyable was happening inside the hotel room door okay um depending on you have never given me chris as much enjoyment with your do not disturb I as hope uh, not. thankfully as the other do not disturb signs have yeah i, I, thank, I hope not that, hey, man, that kind of rem- i want to re- re- ask you a question yeah go ahead i want to ask you a question about something is that cool yeah go ahead, go ahead so um you know I've seen your post, Chris, and I see a lot of the hate that you get from time to time, right? So it's like I've I've entered a point in my life, Chris, where I just have zero tolerance for BS, right? I just don't care. You know, I give zero Fs anymore. And, um, you know, you remember the uh, Graham Neff thing where I had the conversation with him on the sideline of the spring game? And he said to me, he said to me, Mark, you know, if we don't take the next step, we will make a change. We've heard your show. Um, and he recited every talking point that we had. And Diesel and I got a kick out of it. It's not that we that we think they don't listen. You, mm-hmm. We have evidence, Chris, as you know, that Beamer listens. We have evidence that, um, that, that, that Clemson listens. And why wouldn't they? They're sports mm-hmm. fans. We have a good sports talk show. You know, why, why wouldn't right. they be aware, of it, be aware of it? But it's interesting, like, like I'm cool with Graham Neff and I appreciate very, very much the, the candid conversation. And I even asked his permission to share that with my audience. If he had said, no, I wouldn't have done it. Right. Mm -hmm. But I got some like Clemson media outlets that said, we're not believing you unless that comes from Graham Neff himself. And Chris, what I did was I unfollowed those media outlets because it's like, it's like if Graham Neff doesn't come out and say, he told you that you're lying. Well, Chris, even if Graham Neff came out and said that conversation never happened, I know it did, right? I know it did. So, like, I just don't have time for the BS anymore. How do you deal with stuff like that? I'm not believing it until it comes from Graham Neff itself. Okay, see you later. Unfollowed. Get the hell out of here. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think, Mark, that it's a cliche in sports, too, but I think it really applies to what we do. I, I think you – you focus on what you can control and what you can control is producing the best possible product you can and producing the most value you can for your audience and for your end consumer. You know, I, I, it's, it's very easy and I've been guilty of it at times as well. It's very easy to get caught up in, in the negativity and the, and the, I mean, I had this happen just a couple of days ago, Mark, I didn't share it with you, but you know, I went on a podcast, went on a show with a guy, Bryce from 24 seven sports coverage, LSU, and, uh, you know, he, he posted our conversation, great conversation. Bryce is a great dude. Can't wait to see him at SEC Media Days next week. And he posted the combo and said, you know, best voice in Gamecocks football. And he told me he was flooded with DMs by people doing everything they can, saying everything they can 
to rip me, my reputation, the show, my business to complete shreds. And so that obviously ticked me off, but I, you know, and I made a statement about it on the show. And I mean, I, I look at it this way. I know you talk about the bottom 10% of Gamecock fans, Mark, and whatever the percentage is. I mean, listen, I, I say this, there's probably, there's probably seven to 8% of that 10% that are just assholes that are annoying. There are truly one to 2% that are low life, scum of the earth, terrible human beings. And, and that is, but I try to not put my focus or energy into that. It's why I don't respond to people on social media. I don't, I don't get into spats because I feel like the people who show love and want to have banter and that make what I do possible, what you do possible, it's unfair to take the attention away from those people who are the people that actually deserve it. They, they, they deserve to get our best. They deserve to get our energy. They deserve to, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I think you just got to control what you can control. And, and honestly, Mark, at this point, as sad as it sounds, I've become numb to it. It's like, it's the yeah. same stuff over and over. Like, I just let the work and the, you know, my reputation itself and everything we're doing, I, I let that do the talking. You know, I, right. if you got to tell people how good of a person you are, tell people how much of an insider you are, how good your show is, or it's probably not all that great. You know what I mean? Like, normally the people that, and I'd say all the time, the people that are really doing big things in life, it speaks for itself. And that's how you know you're really popping, you're really doing things when you don't have to go out there and advertise it, right? So, you know, I just think you control what you can control and you focus on putting out the best possible product and you focus on the people and the things that, you know, make what you do possible, show you love. Because again, that's that's where the, the attention is deserved to go. Unfortunately, the the bottom, the gutter scum, the sewers, it, it'll always be there, but you don't put your t- attention to it and allocate all your focus to it. That, that's just the way I operate. By the way, Chris, uh, Austin Gregory says, Mark, we all know you have never used a do not disturb sign, LOL. <laughs> Austin, that is not true. As recently as last month, when I was in the hotel and I expected room service to come by, I shut the bathroom door. I put the do not disturb sign on. I was sitting on the throne getting ready to produce a Mondo Duke. And the do not disturb sign was absolutely up. How long it's been since the, the fir- before that? How, how long it's, it was since uh, I used it before that time? I can't tell you. But at least I used it that time, okay? We just won't elaborate on the why we use the Do Not Disturb sign. Chris, there's a lot of panicking uh, Gamecock fans out there at the uh, at the recruiting rankings. There you are. know, Chris, um, like, again, well, you know, to, to kind of stick with the theme, a couple of weeks ago, we did a hit with you on our show, right? And we simply asked a question, okay? There's been no big four-star commitments for a few months, okay? That is a factual statement, okay? Mm-hmm. Then we said, is there cause for concern or are there big things on the horizon? We're asking a question, right? Um, is, this, is this something that's going to panic Gamecock fans? Or um, is, you know, is, are, is Beamer about to be like Butter because he's on a roll and get this class into the top 10? And you know as well as I do, man, we got a ton of hate from just asking a question. <laughs> you suck, Mark Ryan. It's amazing someone pays you for your opinions, Mark Ryan. And all I was saying, man, is, look, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't predict what's going to happen. All I'm saying is I've, I've noticed that there was a massive hot streak. And I've noticed then that there's a little bit of a dead period for the Gamecocks. And I've noticed that Beamer has been a bit streaky with recruits. Whereas Clemson never really has the windfall that Florida does. With Clemson, it's kind of a steady drip. Right. And that keeps the fan base, Chris, pacified Mm -hmm. with the Gamecocks. 
you get the money shots, and then you get no shot. Let's just say the Gamecocks are not hanging that do not disturb sign for quite a while, right? They're not hanging that for quite a while. I don't think there's any reason for panic here, Chris. I really mm-hmm. don't. You know, um, the, the momentum that Shane Beamer is building is undeniable. However, Chris, I will say the following. As you know, through two years, he's got the same record as Will Muschamp. If he goes seven and six this year, he'll have the same record as Muschamp through three years. And outside of the blue chip ratio, in terms of recruiting ranking wise, he really hasn't done much that has exceeded what Will Muschamp has at this point. So Gamecock fans can hate the comparison all they want. Are you saying you'd rather have Will Muschamp than Beamer, Mark Ryan? I can already predict the dumb retorts to this, Chris. Of course not. <laughs> I'd rather have I'd rather have Shane Beamer. All right, and I'm I'm predicting that he's going to do really big things. And uh, when we did our best guesses, Chris, as to um, how long Beamer's going to stay at South Carolina, okay, I had him staying there. I had him being a lifer at South Carolina and making the Gamecocks what Frank Beamer made Virginia Tech. And to do that, he's going to have to have a lot of success there to to make that happen. But I also think, Chris, as you you look at this, it's okay to be honest. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be a realist and to say, yeah, this is a little bit of a dead period. And maybe there is a little cause for concern here. What say you? No, and I I do agree with you in the sense of, number one, I'm not panicking. Back to our conversation. Um, It is a dead period. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Period. It's, it's been a while since South Carolina got a, and no disrespect to any of the guys who have, you know, committed over the last month or so, but like blue chippers move the needle, right? Five stars move the needle, and it's, it's uh, it's been a little bit since South Carolina has gotten one of those, and I'll just say that, you know, let let's say the Gamecocks just finished inside the top twenty, Mark. Let, let's say they finished sixteenth like they did last year. In my mind, that's still a really good class, but the way you started, being fourth or fifth, it set the expectations so high that I think some are going to look at sixteenth as a disappointment. And I'm here to tell you right now, Mark, Carolina ain't finishing in the top 10 in recruiting until they start winning more games. That's just flat-out bottom line. I mean, Steve Spurrier was able to finish seventh once, but he's Steve Spurrier. You know what I mean? Like, so I think for Shane Beamer and company to get – and they can get to that point, but you got to continue the upward ascension on the field too. I mean, I always look at it, Mark, as the the chicken of the egg conversation. Do you need to win big first to get big-time players, or do you need big-time players to win big – I think it's a little bit of a mix of both, right? You need to get just enough talent to keep overachieving 
and the overachieving is going to lead to big-time talent coming in. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, when the dust settles, I think South Carolina is going to have a very respectable class, especially Jonathan Paylor still out there, Daniel Hill still out there, and uh, and uh, Dylan Stewart is still out there. They've got some big-time pieces still out there. If you can land all three of those guys, you add a couple of more, this is going to be a really solid class, and especially when you talk about addressing needs. Is it going to be the top five class or even the top ten class that people were hoping for? I doubt it, Mark Ryan. I, I, I doubt it. And I think, too, like Clemson finishing ahead of South Carolina in recruiting, that's going to be tough to stomach as well because you were ahead of the Tigers for so long. So, But I don't think it's going to be a class where you say, oh, my God, they just dropped the ball. Like, you're probably going to – if you can get one or two five-stars a class, Mark, that's never been done in Columbia. Like, literally – if you're finishing top 20, knocking on the door of the top 15, or this early on in his tenure, how can anybody be upset about that? So I think South Carolina is still fine, but certainly, Mark, I agree with you. That dry spell, it's a real thing. And, you know, I tweeted it this morning that Gamecock fans, that you know, we need a blue chip commitment more than we need air to breathe right now because people are starting to lose it. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Look, if the question is, is Beamer closer to Spurrier or Muschamp? In order for the, the answer to be closer to Spurrier, he's got to get the class in the top 10. Now, maybe, Chris, that doesn't happen this year, as you say, right? Um, so, you know, look, what has Beamer done that Muschamp never did? He, he won back-to-back top 10 games. At the same time, you and I both know, Chris, what you look at most is the end result, is the final season standing, right? Is the final recruiting ranking standing? So right now, in year three, he absolutely is closer to Muschamp. The record is identical to Muschamp. Um, At the same time, look, he's got a chance to make a big jump this year. No one saw Tennessee and Clemson happen last year. Chris, neither you you had the feeling on Clemson. You didn't have the feeling on Tennessee. Um, None of us did. So that's that's the beauty. That's why you play the games, man. Mm -hmm. It's because anything is possible. And I have a gut feeling that by the end of this season, Chris, Beamer is going to be regarded as being more close, closer to Spurrier than Muschamp. I have a feeling that, you know, the expectations have been tempered to such a degree that um, South Carolina is in an amazing position to play spoiler yet again. Well, Mark, you talk about the expectations and, and what they are going to this year. I want to ask you this because I, I believe it was yesterday I, I heard you on your show talking with a caller about, you know, and you and I have had many, many conversations over the last couple of months, and you've talked about, you know, South Carolina. I I believe you said a couple of months ago that South Carolina was one of your most, like, underrated teams. I I, I could be wrong. I think you said that. And then listening to you recently yesterday, I I feel like you're coming around to, well, outside of the top 100 rush offense, rush defense, if they do that again, you can't sustain that. You're not going to win eight games again. So, would you? do you feel like – from maybe back in January, February to now, are you feeling higher on the Gamecocks, lower on the Gamecocks, the same? You've picked seven and five. I mean, would you still say that you feel they're one of the more underrated teams? Or are there concerns that maybe have come to the forefront that, you know, you feel like South Carolina won't be able to overcome? Yeah, the unknown, Chris, is the, the line of scrimmage. That's the unknown. What gains have been made there? You can't really see the improvement from the names on a piece of paper, but you'll know it if you see it immediately, okay? You don't need to have Marshawn Lloyd to be top 100 in rushing. 
Chris. You got to have better offensive line play. You got to find your appropriate stable of backs, right? You know as well as I do, man. I mean, just look at the trend of that position in the NFL, right? The starting running back for the Super Bowl champions, Isaiah Pacheco, was drafted in the seventh round, all right? You don't have to have Marshawn Lloyd. You need to have a good scheme and good protection. You need to have enough of a passing attack to keep the uh, to keep the defense honest. All that stuff works into it. Works into it, Chris. I try, Chris, not to allow outside perception to sway my opinion at all. I do have the Gamecocks at seven and five. I do think there's the potential. If you look at the number of close games that we that we picked, right? There's a potential to go nine and three. There's a potential to go five and seven. But that potential to be better than expected is absolutely there. Mark, I apologize for laughing. I don't know if you can see. We've got the – he thought he'd just butt in and give his opinion on everything, too. we got the dog oh, in the I, studio. I welcome that. I welcome that. The, show <laughs> got, the show just got an upgrade, Chris. Good vibes puppies. The, Good vibes puppies hang out in here, it seems like, every day. The so takes I, I, just got better. The takes yes, just got yes, better. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Uh, Mark Ryan to the Fan Upstate. Mark, one last thing. I definitely want to get your thoughts. Obviously, so we sit just a couple of days away from SEC Media Days in Nashville, Tennessee. One week exactly, Shane Beamer will take the podium. Spencer Rattler, Tonka Hemingway, and Kai Kroger will accompany him. Uh, let's first talk SEC-wide, and then we'll, we'll narrow in. We'll focus in on South Carolina. What are you most looking forward to from SEC Media Days from all the SEC coaches? You know what, man? Um, I want to see how Jimbo Fisher handles the microphone this year. He's Again, Chris, there's a difference between hot seat. There's a difference between being on the hot seat and being under pressure. He's not on the hot seat. He very much is under pressure. And a year ago, he was, do you know who I am? Get off my lawn. I'm a national championship winning coach. And then they crapped the bed yet again. Right. Um, and so I, I want to know what is the tone from Jimbo Fisher this year? What is his level of belief in his team? Now, Chris, you know, based on my pick last week, I think the Gamecocks are capable of going in there and winning, right? Jeff Gulledge uh, writes on the message screen here, what's a bigger issue, the offense or the defense? No doubt about it to me, the defense, um, because I trust in Spencer Rattler. I trust in uh, Juice Wells. I trust in what the offense has out there. I trust in the offense to put up 30-plus points in the vast majority of their games, right? Can that D-line stop the run? Can they get pressure on the quarterback? That is... That is the big thing. And I, I just, you know, the Gamecocks have been doubted again, Chris, and Beamer is at his best when they've been doubted. So I'm looking for the same chip on your shoulder, Shane Beamer. I'm looking, I'm looking to see what, what is the tone of Jimbo Fisher. And I am going to leave Nashville, Tennessee, if I'm you, Chris, with a sleeper contender to win the SEC that is not Alabama or Georgia. Who impresses you the most that does not have that name, right? I would say LSU, but that's just me. So I, I've actually got LSU winning my SEC West. And uh, again, I've been joking, but it might be true. I might get my credentials revoked after I drop later today. My game-by-game uh, -game predictions for Bama, I've got them 9-3. and three, So uh, <laughs> rat, rat poison is coming to Nashville, my friend. I got them losing to Texas. Texas hanging him. Waiter, I'll have one of what he's LSU. having, please. Yeah. Waiter, Nine I'll have one of what he's having. Six and two in SEC play, man. I just think they've got questions at quarterback. I think Texas could smoke Alabama, dude, in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> yeah. What? We'll see, though. We'll see. Mark, narrowing in again. I know you got to get out of here, but narrowing in on the South Carolina side of things again. It's it's 
it's hard to say, you know, I, I know that it's fun to ask, like, what are we going to learn? But it, it's talking season, right? But is there anything in particular you're hoping to learn, you're hoping to hear, or you just like Shane Beamer to talk about, address what you're most excited to hear about from Shane Beamer? Anything in particular stand out to you? Yeah, Chris, I want to know how he's going to consistently get the Gamecocks to the next level. You know, what is his game plan toward achieving that, right? Um, I think he's pressed a lot of the right buttons, Chris. I I really think he does. I think, uh, and I've experienced, that he doesn't need to spend as much time on social media that he has. Look, Davo Sweeney is not on Twitter at all. That's worked out well for him, right? I mean, it's it's it hasn't seemed to hurt him in any way, shape, or form, but that said, you know, I know a lot of your audience expects me to hate Shane Beamer. Um, I think he's pressed so many of the right buttons at South Carolina, Chris, so many of the right buttons, so much of the turnover, um, you know, when, when it comes to coordinator defections and getting Spencer Rattler there and convincing Spencer Rattler to stay there. And then the defections for the bag that is the transfer portal in the, in the NIL era. He has done such an amazing job of not having the ship sink at all. And I can honestly say in his first two years at South Carolina, Chris, he's maximized the potential. That first season, me and you playing quarterback, Chris, a winning record with that at the quarterback position? Really? Really? You know, you heard me describe the basketball team as Gigi Jackson and four guys from the Y. That was the quarterback position his first year, Chris. And he had posted a winning record. Last year, back-to-back top 10 wins, making that home atmosphere at Willie B what it needs to be again. He's done all he can through two years. And if he achieves that, Chris, in year three, if we're saying, man, Beamer is three for three at maximizing the potential on this team, then you'll know that the future is so bright there that you need shades. And I think he can do it. You guys know, and I've done the research Coaches usually pop in year three. The coaches that are going to pop usually pop in the modern era in year three. And so a lot of folks are saying, well, it's not going to happen this year, et cetera, et cetera. Man, it very well could because Beamer's been doubted two years now, and he's beaten the doubters two for two. He's beaten the analytics two for two. I sure as hell am not going to be the one to doubt him, Chris. Mark Ryan of the Fan Upstate, always a pleasure, Mark. Check him out, 327, and also on Twitter, at Mark Ryan on air. A great follow there as well. And follow the Fan Upstate, at the Fan Upstate. Mark Ryan, appreciate you taking the time, my friend. Looking forward to it next week. Guys, thank you so much. Y'all have a great one. Take care. Yeah, man, be good. happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. 
The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com